Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, if you've had a bladder leak today, listen up. I get it. I tried pills and pads for years but couldn't find relief until I found Axonics Therapy. It's a tiny device that put me back in control of my bladder. Why not see if it could work for you? Visit FindRealRelief.com. That's FindRealRelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to FindRealRelief.com. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. With your hosts, Brent Radlinski from the Yankee Tavern North and Dave Van Robies from the Dutch Oven. Both of us are in Lethbridge, Alberta. Let's get into it. 1420 Sports Podcast Show 162, December 16th, 2021. Uh, Dave, we're a week and a, and a day away from Christmas Eve. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions before we get into tonight's show. Um, first off, what are you drinking tonight? You're just doing, uh, I saw you had a mug in your hand. What are you going with tonight, first off? I'm feeling a little festive. Um, so I have, uh, for my drinking pleasure tonight, a nice rum and eggnog. I, uh, I love a rum and eggnog. There, okay, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was listening. I can't remember what, it, what I was listening to today or yesterday, what it was. And they were talking about eggnog. And I can't remember the last time I had an eggnog. I may have had one last year. I may have not. I don't recall. Oh, no, I did. I, I had one. Me and the producer had a Christmas Eve thing, uh, Christmas thing. And I had one or two. But before that, it was years. I don't get it. I, I buy eggnog every year. Like, I'm not saying, like, it comes on the shelf around December. No, um, I think it's earlier than that now. I was sorry, December, October. Yeah, and um, I uh, I pour myself one. I don't know. I go through probably two two liter jugs every Christmas season. Yeah. With eggnog with a little crack in rum, and then I have fresh uh, nutmeg. Nutmeg. And yeah, I, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, now, and then I with that fresh egg uh, nutmeg with the crack in rum and the two percent not that full fat eggnog. Holy. That gives me a bellyache. That's a little the, too much. Uh, the thing that I find a little funny about eggnog, like after Christmas morning, is that it for the nog? That's her, hey? Or can it, can it roll through to, to New Year's Eve and yeah, then New to Year's New Year's Eve, Day yeah. and no. then that's it? New Year's no, Eve, no, that's it. New Year's Eve, yeah. If it's New Year's Eve morning, if, probably. Yeah, if there's any in the fridge in January, it gets poured down the drink. So why is that just a, a holiday drink and, and that's it? Why why can't you have it in February, say for like if you go on a ski trip for, for family day weekend? Why, why, why? Like why uh, can't you have eggnog? Because it warms I, the soul. Like it's, it's a just a question. I think so. I think so. It, 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 it's a seasonal drink and and I don't know. Like it, for, for for myself, it's just uh it it makes me a little bit more festive for whatever reason. No, I, I get. I've just never been a, a nog guy. Maybe this uh, this weekend, maybe I'll pick some up. And when I get back to the Lethbridge uh, in the coming 
Uh, with next, crack uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, gonna be crack and rum. Crack and rum. That See, spice I'm a, rum. I'm a spice rum guy, but man, that 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 shit tastes like candy, and I get a little bit goopy on that stuff once a year. Well, I've done it once, and I can't help it. Like it's candy to me. I well, get. Then, well, then, like, then maybe you better buy more than two liters of eggnog because, uh, like, the eggnog <laughs> with uh, some cracking and fresh, like the I think the secret ingredient uh-huh. is the the fresh grated uh, nutmeg on top. It really it really pulls it together. Well, and, I like, uh, I, and I like drinking it out of a tin mug too. There you go. It's all festive stuff and everything else. We'll get into some more Christmas things. You got something planned for later on in the show. But uh, Dave, on Tuesday, and I, I actually, I'm going with the uh, one shot left. I went to, to Hell's Basement Brewery last night here in Medicine Hat, uh, met up with a friend, uh, James Shaky McPhail, and we had a few beers. Uh, yeah, it was good to see him again. And uh, the brewery was, uh, wasn't busy, but just enough people in there to make it nice, best of everything else. And the, the beer was flowing. It was great. But anyways, Dave, on Tuesday night, uh, Steph Curry, Golden State Warriors, great, probably the greatest three-point shooter of all time, passed the record uh, for the most three-point, most three-pointers ever shot uh, in NBA history. It's a, it's a record, but for a record that's uh, something that's only been around since 1979, uh, when the, the three-point line came in the NBA, it was in the ABA before that and everything else, but it's a record that's going to be broken a thousand times. And the record that he broke, uh, Ray Allen, I believe it was, um, that one we broke a thousand times over. It's it's cool, it's neat, but I don't think it should have got the uh, the TSN fanfare and the ESPN fanfare and the everything else that it did. Because to me, it's it's just something. I, I you know what I, like I, I, it doesn't like it's it's the same as if if a guy has a lot of field goals in fo- in football. Um. Historically, I think it means less than that because people have been kicking field goals since the, the game of football has been played competitively. Um, the the fact that this has been only going on, that it was only a rule in 1979, right? So there was a new record holder every year. Um, that the historical sense of the three-point line doesn't give this record the the gravity or the gravita that it should. Um, but I will disagree with uh, your point about uh, making a big deal with it. Cause Steph Curry is one of the good guys. He's a guy that's, Dave, that, easy that's to... my next point, Dave, that, that is that if it was, I guess a basketball player out there that didn't shoot a lot. If it was Dennis Rodman getting this record, um, would have got the same fanfare. If it didn't happen to MSG, would have gotten the same fanfare. You know what I mean? Well, I think the, the MSG factor is just kind of kismet. It's nice that it happens in, in the Mecca. Yeah. Um, Curry's a good guy. And anyone that says he's not, I'm just not saying he's not, I'm just, no, no. And I understand. I understand you are, you're not disparaging him at all. It's, it's nice. It's a reason to celebrate. And anytime there is a reason to celebrate, um, for a good guy, a clean guy, this isn't um, um, someone cheating to, to break a record. This isn't Barry Bonds hitting 76 and, or breaking Hank's record. Yeah. This, is, this is a guy doing it, like an undersized guy, someone who wasn't like a, the underdogs, right? He was, when he was drafted into the NBA, no one in the world would have thought 
he would be at this point, point right now. Well, and, okay, I, and, I, I heard, and I think that's a testament. Like, I heard something, the way the game has changed since he started making shots from Never Neverland, like he does. And it, it could, there was the one, I, I, I was watching the highlights. I didn't watch the game a whole bunch the other night. I did tune in, but I didn't watch the entire thing. But he was taking shots from almost half court. And it was just, it's crazy how he's changed the game a little bit and how the game has changed, how they're, they're working, they, they don't work to the middle. It's not a, a shack in the middle, getting getting the dump and getting two two guaranteed points. They're working the ball outside a lot more. In college, it's been happening for a lot more because the three-point line is so much closer. But in the pro game, they're working inside back out and taking these shots that these guys are making. And there's a lot of good shooters in the league now that weren't there 10 years ago because now, you know what, you don't have to be a great big dude to play in the NBA anymore. It helps. Right. It mm-hmm. helps a lot, but if you're a, a mid-sized forward like a Steve Nash, could you imagine if Steve Nash could have been the shooting guy like Curry was or is now Nash the way he could he could pass the ball back 20 years ago now? Geez, we're getting old. But you know what I like it, you have Nash's skill set. If he was able to shoot like they like they, they are nowadays, Sky would have been limber for that guy. Well, and and then that's that's the thing, and 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 the players like they're like any sport, everybody's faster, stronger. Um, to be open, like they they guard him. Not every one of these three pointers has been like a wide open shot, right? No, there's been people in his face. Like to be able to like take the pass, hit the ground, and then just elevate into a jump shot immediately. Like they have no time. Like in the, the, the skill set and re- re- reflexes that these guys have is unbelievable to me. I, I can't even fathom how, how one can do that. And, and the range, and it's, it's like any sport. Like you, there, there's more people playing. They're playing better. They're training better. They're eating properly. They're taking care of their bodies. They have a team around them. I, I imagine it's not just golden state is taking care of his training and eating regimen he has yeah. someone on staff telling him what to eat when to lift when to run when to get on the bike and and i even saw he in the there was an article i read a little bit ago he was having chronic i want to say ankle problems in his first two three years in the league and he and was his, almost out yeah he right. was almost out of the league yeah yeah and now and, and, now, was, and now he makes 50 million bucks a year <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. And then there's this person, I don't, I don't know what exactly their profession was, not a physiotherapist, not this, but like some kind of athletic trainer that actually trained him to move his body different and run different. And then like, and that took a lot of time. And then that took the stress off his, his ankles. And like, to I be able someone to tell it, me to run a little bit, not just different, just run a little bit, but told that I started the other day. <laughs> but to a, have that technology and, and, and yeah, know no, how it's to just do different. that. And then the, the 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 dedication to your craft as well as the I don't know the perseverance to say I got to learn how to run different. Well, do you want to keep hurting your ankles? No. Well, then try. You it. want to keep playing? You do it. Yeah. yeah. It's like golfers in reworking their 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 swing, right? Like after eight years, your body changes, and now you're going to have to rework your swing. And you're going to have to learn how to swing different something you've been doing your entire life and and it works and and you know what 40 years ago Steph Curry might have been out of the league in four years because he couldn't stay healthy and he wasn't big enough 
Right. Right. He's a, like, he's, there, he's a there was dude. like, you know, we, we shouldn't say because, you know, you had Muggsy Bogues and, and, and the like and Spud Webb that, but they were outliers and they, and they got a lot more hype than what they, they did. They were just on the team. They, they didn't play very much. And it was a lot of, we, we know their names because of how small they were in comparison. And they, they, they didn't play a whole bunch, but uh, you admire a guy who, who seems like a good guy, um, can shoot like no one's business, change the game. Now there's kids who are they're they're not saying Kobe anymore when they take a shot at the basket in the, at school. They're, they're, it's uh, it's Steph Curry, right? It, it's changed the game completely, and he's uh, look, I mean Golden State, man, the, the, how they were just unbelievable. And they didn't have is his legacy a bit tarnished? Yeah, he's got this record now, but they should have won a lot more championships in their heyday than they did. I wouldn't say that. True. They lost one to um, LeBron. That one they for sure should have won. Well, LeBron was on a bit of a mission on that one, though. But still, the without that LeBron block, they win that series. That um, play was F. I know. And you, you talk block, about LeBron. Yeah. Everybody knows exactly what you're talking about. When yeah. he came out of Never Never Land across the court like that, that was unbelievable. Yeah. So the Sunday night, I remember that vividly. Yeah. Yeah. That well, was I'm, and I'm not an association guy, but I watched that game. It was awesome. Same, same. I did not watch the game, but I saw the highlight, and I like I had you have to hit your tip your hat to that. Yeah, that was it. Like the when you say the block, LeBron yeah. the block, everybody knows what you're talking about. It's crazy. Um, uh, and then they probably injuries. Uh, Raptors took that one from them, but they had injuries, right? Uh, Durant got hurt. Durant got hurt, yeah. and uh, what's his name? The, the the other shooter got hurt too. Okay. Um, I, I don't know enough about it. Jim, Jim will correct us later on tonight. I'm sure. Right. We'll but, right the, but they, the other half, the Splash Brothers, uh, got hurt as well. That's. And then, so, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you a question later on in the show. Uh, but is there a sport? And like for me, it's basketball. I wish I had the commitment and the time to watch basketball because, like, when I watch the last two minutes of an NCAA game or I follow a team and the the, the, the tournament time. I wish I've watched it more, but I just don't. Okay, I don't have the time to get committed enough. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't have a. Um, I'm gonna run out of time. I don't have fucking time in my hands, but do you know what? I, like I, I, I would love to be able to watch more basketball because it, it, especially NCAA stuff. Because it's, I'm a big NCAA a football guy. I would love to get into it. But I just can't find the time for some reason. And I don't know why. Well, because you don't have the time because the last five minutes of a game takes 30 minutes. Yeah. And here, and I, and I thought about this as well. And, and and obviously NBA is a huge sport, and especially in the States and in Canada now. It's people love it and, and it draws so many eyeballs. But and that game's be- and that game's done in two hours, Dave. A basketball game done is the two the, the last five minutes obviously takes a long time, but that game is done quick. And here's it really my is. Here's compared my to hockey concern. and baseball and football. People might say that it's like this for every sport, but basketball, it's it's literally the same thing every time. Either he makes it or he doesn't. He makes it or he okay. doesn't. Like it, it's saying the court is too small. There's there's really you can see it and and the, the athletic performance and, and and capabilities of these athletes is unreal. I can't even imagine doing the things. Um, they do with the ball and 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 defending and 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 their reaction. It's amazing to me their physical prowess. Yeah. 
But it's the same thing now a hundred times. Football, at least you got to too much scoring. Run. Just, yeah. Like, yeah, there's too much scoring. And like, hockey, there's no defense. There's, and hockey, and hockey just, there's flow and yeah. ebbs and flows and stuff like that. Yeah, like, 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 like you, could, you, could take a, you could take a little uh, uh, hook shot for two points or a slam dunk for two points or a shot. It's just, it's hard to do, but it happens too often. Right. It, it's just, it's just same, same. I think, like, you know, I'd, I'd almost rather watch NASCAR than NBA. In the new year, I'm going to get back on my, more Duke, NASCAR. My, 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 my Duke Blue Devils on their, on their, on Mike Krzyzewski's, uh, we still don't know how to spell that name, but uh, uh, we'll get on that in the, uh, in the new year for sure. Anyways, Dave, uh, no, Steph Curry's, what, what record would you compare it to? Would it be, this might be downplaying it, like, uh, who was that? Chris Russell got the uh, all-time shots block record for the Oilers uh, a week and a half ago. Would you compare it kind of sort of the most three-point shots? No, you know what I mean? No, no. I, I a little do, more? Oh, yeah, without a doubt more because the sh- blocking a shot doesn't mean that was going to go in. Whereas a three-pointers, a three-pointer, you're putting three on the board as opposed to two. So I RBIs? Would put it to, no, how about uh, game-winning field goals? Well, but you don't get enough chances to get those. No, but someone has the record of most game-winning field goals. Yeah, and you'll never hear from that guy again. Well, probably, unless, like, like it's probably five. <laughs> you know, I, I, I have no idea. I would, who, was I would that, imagine... who, who was that kicker? That stupid kicker, Vandejet, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. The, our idiot kicker, our idiot Moses kicker, shoots his mouth yeah. off. I I would bet the game-winning field goal is the guy that went from the Pats to Indy. Um. Not Who bad as yet, but uh, no, 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 I know no. you're talking about. Yeah, that's he, a comparable he, record. Like, it's a record, like, it's, it's a record, and good for you. It's like you, 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 you accomplish like, something. And I have the most you, assists, you, you, like in ho- let's say hockey. I have the most assists. People want the most goals, you know. Well, you know, Jumbo Joe is a household, but, but when if if if, if when uh, Obi passes uh, Gretzky's record. You're going to remember that. Mm-hmm. No one's, when someone passes Gretzky's assist record, they'll be like, all right. Well, how about that in, in know, ball then? Like most triples hit ever. Who's, who's, the, who's hit more triples than anybody in ball? Okay, I, I wouldn't have it. wouldn't even. Ricky, probably Rick. I would imagine it's someone probably like uh, Brooks Robinson. Babe or Brock. It, it's a name we've heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, now records anyways. are fun, but it, it, and they get because there's so much. There's so there's podcasts, there's sports radio, there's this, there's that, and everything else. So you, you hear about these records that don't that aren't really records, but they're records. So you they get talked about a lot. So it gave us 15 minutes to talk. Anyways, tonight. anyways, the 1420 podcast, four beer, we're a sports talk, and an eggnog tonight. How's that sound, Dave? And an eggnog for uh, to start things off. I got my next beer sitting right there. I'm looking at her. There we go. Dave, last show we talked about the uh, NHL players going to the Olympics. Uh, I tell you what, and we we both agreed they're probably not going to go this week. We have the uh, in all sports, in football, uh, basketball, and in in hockey, especially in hockey. There's teams getting shut down. The Flames haven't played. They have a staff and players up to 30, 30 people on the Flames now 
have the uh, the code their COVID protocol, what they have, what they don't have. I who knows. Uh, none of our business, but uh, it'll never get let out. Um, this isn't a political thing, but it's just the facts that there are our games getting canceled tonight. The Colorado Avalanche had one goaltender, five defensemen, 11, 11 forwards, um, probably have an emergency backup goaltender. It's not good um, throughout the league. Games are getting canceled. Uh, the, the Toronto Bay Police uh, coach, Sheldon Keefe, said, I, I don't know what's going on. I just want to get back home to my family and be safe. There's things going on with the, the coronavirus. We're two years into this, 21 months now. The holiday season's coming up. Dave, should the NHL just, one, should the players just say, you know what, we're not going to the Olympics? And two, should they call her good, regroup for two weeks, and just go, okay, we need to stop. Because tonight, the, the Flyers were in, in uh, Montreal. They ain't playing, or they're playing with no fans. Toronto's going to have half capacity for the next game. Ottawa as well. Should the NHL just go, okay, let's regroup here because something's going sideways here and we can't, we can't afford to go on like this. I hear what you're saying. I don't know if they do a hard stop, if this is going to help. And the reason I say that is because now the players have nothing to do for two weeks. And you think you think all these players are just going to hang out at home and, and sequester and mm-hmm. quarantine on their own. They're going to go out and do something. It's like, sweet, two-week holiday in the middle of the season. I'm double back, so I can go out and do shit. And they're going to go out and do shit. They're going to hang out with family. They're going to go to the mall. They're going to go do this. And... And I don't know the answer. Like this is like we talked off the air. This is the most frustrating thing ever, right? You get ever everybody's in the NHL, save one person, is double vaccinated. Unless they're showing up with fake cards, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they are. They're catching this goddamn thing again. And oh not again. They're they're still catching it. Like so more catching it now with being vaccinated than we're catching it unvaccinated and and apparently but maybe, Omicron, but maybe but maybe that's because when they were unvaccinated we were we were apart more well i i like and i, right? I, I, I don't know and, i'm not a doctor and, and apparently this omicron virus is is not as um to use the term deadly as the the delta and the, the original version but it's it's far more communicable like it has a doubling time of every three days which petrifies me again like because like if god damn like if the hospitals are going to get overrun again and and that's all i know when when these waves hit be a hater be a be an anti-vaxxer be a whoever the fuck you want all i know is that all the icus in alberta were full and they opened up emergency wings of intensive care units and people that needed uh, elective surgery. And when I say elective surgery, I mean cancer treatments. I mean, I mean cancer surgeries. I mean, whatever, heart transplants and everything. Those surgeries were being canceled because the, the hospital was full. And 90% of those people in ICU, which obviously take the most um, trained staff and the most equipment and cost the most money. 90% of those assholes were anti-vaxxers. 
And so I'm grateful that this uh, this new variant is isn't affecting people as severely as the the last couple. But the but the fact that it's now more communicable, and we still got these anti-vax donkeys running around, they're gonna fill up the hospitals again, and that they, that, that, but, that scares me. The the thing is is that now now you've got people who are va- double vaxxed and everything else that they're, they're they're getting this this they're still getting it. I don't get it. Let's not t- get too scientific. It's you know it's Christmas and sports and everything else. I, I should the NHL one should the actually should the owners say okay we're not we're not going to the Olympics like right off the hop we're not we're we're not I pay your fucking salary like we talked to tonight. I pay your salary. Here's the deal. If you go, we can't. You're you, you got to have your own insurance. What? Because there's there. It's just they can't play in their own country, let alone or in their own home hometown, let alone play overseas. That document's already already been signed. The NHLPA owns the rights to the the choice, and I I don't think like I obviously haven't seen the contract. It's up to the players. It's 100% up to the players. The NHL, the owners for sure do not want anybody going there. But now, like, let's think about this. If they I'm, never really have because that, that's two weeks of, of uh, revenue and everything else, and it's just it's ridiculous. Yes, they right. play games later on, but they, 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 the owners have never really wanted the, the, the players to go. No, and I agree, and I agree with that. But but it's it's something the players want. It's something the, the players bargain for, and is this something – it's a right the players have uh, – have earned and deserved. So here's my thing. Like, so for the Olympics, like, so if you're, uh, let's use the two Alberta teams, they like dry saddle and McDavid or Goudreau and Kachuk in Calgary. Are you going to go like now? Like you, you guys are actually pretty good and sniffing. Like you, you, you really got a chance here this year, uh, losing streaks, uh, notwithstanding. But then if you're the other Kachuk in Ottawa who doesn't have a chance, fuck, why not? Like, I'll go. Because, you know, an Olympic gold medal isn't an not easy sneeze thing that, to get. We were kind of being funny sneezing and everything else, but it's not right. that we sneeze that. But. Especially in a year where you don't have a chance to win the cup. Like, if I was and a superstar for, for a well, lesser team. The, the playoff teams right now are, are they're bought and paid. Like, they're not bought and paid for, but they're they're called for, man. If you're not, if you're not uh, ninth and down, you're, you're not getting in. It's already, you you know who's in. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would volunteer my services. If I'm playing for the Columbus Blue Jackets, sure, why not? Fuck, I'm we're not like, like Honestly, cup. why not? Because we're not going to, we're not going to win. We don't have a, we're not going to make the playoffs. So, you know what? And if I get, uh, if I get the vid and have to hang out in a hotel for two more weeks in China, you know, A, I can afford it. And B, my team's going to get a better. Uh, see, that's the one that scares me. You're going to be but... hanging with your bros, though. I'm, I'm not, no, I'm not sure. I don't know how China. That's the run. one that scares me. Hanging out in that country, but like under that rule, that's the one that scares me. We talked about the other night. Dave, do you, do you think that maybe like with the Colorado deal tonight, and I, I don't know if we talked about it, I heard it on a different show or whatever it was, but do you think with Colorado having down to one goaltender tonight, they're going to have the, the e-bug, the emergency backup goaltender. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's time for the NHL to have the, 
um, permanent third string goaltender on the roster. It doesn't hurt your, it doesn't hurt your cap, but you can, you have a guy who's there just in case, not a guy who's in the minors, but a guy who travels with the team and plays nonstop. Um, doesn't have a huge salary, but he's good enough just in case. Instead of having a guy who drove a Zamboni like David Ayers did um, in, in Toronto a couple of years back, do you think it's time for the NHL to have a taxi squad of guys who just in case that they're just there? Expand your roster a little bit to, to do that? Yes, on the taxi squad, but no, you don't need a third goal. Like, what has it been? Like, twice in the last 15 years where someone's actually been needed? Yeah, I would play? I would love that gig, man. Driving or flying around with the team. Could of you course imagine? you would. Oh, It'd be oh, like a oh. bullpen catcher, right? So, no. <laughs> like, no on the third goal. Because just stop it. Like, figure it out. It, it happens so rarely. Um, this taxi squad thing, though, like, I, I think it has to happen. I think the NHL has to figure it out how a team can have a group of players that can have your black aces. Let's call them black yeah. aces like they do, do the playoffs. Let's call yes. it, have, have your black, have four guys, black aces that don't hurt your cap, but they're, because you have healthy scratches anyways, have guys that are with the team that don't hurt your cap. Like, you know, once Does that makes sense. Oh, for sure it does. Because like, what did you say? Colorado's playing with the tank, 15 guys in one game? Uh, 11, five and one. Yeah. That, that's ridiculous. So you're eight players short. Like that becomes a matter so now, of players, so now player safety and and that's what and I was integ- player safety. And in, so now you got integrity you, of the game. Integrity of the game. And now you got guys playing more minutes than they should. So injuries happen. So all of a sudden, like McCarr McCarr was like he got pulled out of the game tonight. But let's say if Kale McCarr, who's your franchise guy for, for the next 10 years, 10, 15, 15 years probably, um, and if let's say if he was playing tonight and he had to log 43 minutes, well, what about the next time and the next time and the next time? They get, this whole thing, I think they need to shut it down and put guys back to how the bubble and the owners have to step in and say, hey, listen, here's the bottom line, man, because I think they got to shut it down. I, I really do. Because it, it's getting because every every minute you see another thing come up on on the app. This guy the shut down. This guy button? shut down. This guy where's shut the, down. Where's the transmission happening? Happening? I don't know. I don't on the know. ice, like from team to team, like I, I, I don't do know. because with the Flames, right? They have this massive outbreak in uh, uh, people from the Bruins and people from the Kings um, are coming up with the vid now too, right? So those are the last the the last two. Uh, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. 
With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Um, opponents. And hockey more than any, I can see how it spreads because it's, you're close, you're in scrums, you're on the boards, you're, yeah. you're John and, and, and beaconing each other from three inches away. I don't know. I didn't it's want to talk about COVID ever again, but it's not going away. And it's, it's, it's just, it's, it, it's frustrating on a, a personal, a personal thing just on, because you, you can't get away from it. It's, it's tough. It's, it's getting, we're 21 months into this. It's still get. it's, it's still just tough and just tired of it, man. I'm just yeah, tired I of it. I don't, I, I don't understand. I, I just want it to be gone, but yeah. what do you do? What are you going to do? Anyways, the 1420 podcast for beer, we're sports talking a whole lot more. And every once in a while we put a show up on, uh, on our YouTube channel. Uh, check us out there. It's it's a it's unrefined. Jim Jim hasn't got his bits on the ones get up on on YouTube. So there's no music and everything else. We just we're, we're blabbing and flapping our lips, and you can see our our our, uh, our facial reaction. And everything else. It's a lot of fun to to catch those. We'll try maybe get Jim to get to editing those as well. He's a very busy man. I know he's got a big show in Parkshire on New Year's Eve. If you're listening in the BC uh, Vancouver area, make sure you get some tickets to go watch Jim uh, Jim Shore. In his musical stylings. Dave, uh, it's too bad that we're in weeks uh, 15, whatever, 14 of the NFL season that our, our good friend and, and good content addition, uh, Urban Meyer, got himself fired last night at the wee hours of the night. It would have been, I don't know, 2.45 Eastern time, 12.45 here in Alberta. Uh, finally, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars told Herb to pack his shit and get the fuck out. Um, conspiracy theories aside, that was a marriage that just went bad from the get-go. From d- day one, when he uh, invited t- Tim Tebow to camp to be a, a tight end or whatever it was, and then he uh, basically hasn't had a good run with uh, Trevor Lawrence and Herb's uh, out as the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll get into the coaching thing a little bit later, but or all, more. But Dave, the the Urban Meyer situation and the experiment, it, it didn't go well. And some news came out yesterday. As you're going to talk, we talked about it off air a little bit. And this was Jacksonville's out because it was a sixty million dollar out. I think that they got very very lucky. Some news came out yesterday. Go ahead, Dave. Well, like what I read, like I think Lambo was his kicker. I don't know when it happened. It was early in the season, and uh, he had missed some kicks in a game, and he was stretching out of the field. And then Urban Meyer, he, uh, Lambo, the kicker, described it as he was in a lunge stretch position, uh, like the one leg out, one leg behind, and like stretching it out. And and Herb came up and fucking kicked him in the leg. And uh, hey, dipshit, how about making some, starting to make some fucking kicks and kicked him, yeah, right in the leg. And uh, he goes, You just fucking kick me, I'm the, I'm the goddamn coach, I'll kick anyone I want to. 
It was uh, Irv's response. I'm paraphrasing. See, we talked about this on last last show, Dave. We, we, you know, it's it's funny how we talked about how you get away with that in college because we can we can bury you, but when you're in the pros, I'm the best kicker. I'm one of the 30 best kickers in the league, or 30 best quarterbacks, 30 best whatever. Fuck you, coach. Watch this. You're gone. And sure as shit, Herb's gone. Because that and and it was a lucky thing for the Jacksonville um, owner to come out and step in because now he, <coughs> I, I get rid of this jackass because everything he's done since I signed him to this contract hasn't been good. I'm not an agent. I'm not a lawyer. I, I don't know contracts, but I'm fairly certain that every contract has a stipulation for, I don't know, abuse against your fucking, your employees. You, you can't be kicking employees. So that yeah, was, so that that's the owners out to get out of that $60 million deal. And it's one of those things too, because this was reported months ago. Like the, the, the kicker reported yeah. it the next day, the next day. Yeah. And so they've been sitting on it. Like for whatever reason, we haven't heard about it. The only reason that even came out is because he uh, offered an article, uh, an interview to uh, a reporter in, in the Jacksonville area. And that's how it got out. So like, you know, if they want to use that, whatever, but another big article, picture, it's a pretty, it's pretty small. It's a pretty, okay, I, I'm not saying go and kick your employees, but big picture. It's a pretty minute situation, but that's yeah. something that that's their out. Well, yeah, like, you know, if you violate uh, uh, employee employer protocol, uh, relations or protocol, and like, and and and, and kicking, I, I imagine that falls under the the umbrella of physical abuse. You're not yeah. allowed to punch a guy, so I, you're not going to be able to allowed to boot someone in the, you know, in the leg, nether, nether region or whatever it is as they're lunge. stretching. Yeah, yeah, and Def- and you know, a defenseless kicker. Right, like who's whatever. not who's not there to fend to fight, right? Like yeah. he's just stretching it out. Um, that what's his name? Saad Khan, I believe, is his name, the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, like we've said time and time again, Swedish. Are, is he Saad Khan? I doubt it. No, he looks East Asian to me. No, he's um, not Swedish. I just do it. But nonetheless, he uh, he's a billionaire. Like, cause this is a toy for him and, and, and they want to be successful. I honestly believe he wants to be successful. And it's just one of these things. I like, this isn't normal business. The running, owning a professional football franchise is not normal business. You have to have the right people in every single position to be successful. And, and if you don't know how to do it, you don't know how to do it because I believe he thought he was doing it the right way. Like he's trying. He wa- he doesn't want to put out a pile of shit there everything every week. And and it's like fuck it. I'm done listening to the experts. I'm going to hire Herb. Yeah. He's one he's won his whole life. So why can't he live this and like fuck it. That's how I got successful in business by not listening to the experts and doing it my own way. And then he hired Herb, and it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, here we go again. And that's the and thing, now, Dave, is it, you, you look at all these other hirings that happen through it, – it's, it's football especially. Maybe I got my blinders on, but in football especially, all these guys that get hired for coaching jobs are underlings of. He was this guy of. He was the defensive coordinator for Belichick. He was this guy tree. for Belichick. Yeah. Everybody he was the coaching tree. He yeah. was this guy. like. But maybe they're only good at that. Like maybe they're only good 
at the defensive coordinator. They don't know how to – and being a coach is one thing, but handling other personalities and managing managing managers, it's it's a different gig. Like, to to say, well, you're good, you're good at your job. Do you want to do this? No, I, I'm good at this job. I can do this. But then ego takes over, especially in football, because there's, it's an ego-driven sport, a lot more, than the, I believe, than the other ones. Whereas I can do this. And but hiring somebody because he was good at this, it's like it's like dating a hot girl's sister because the, the hot girl, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just it, I just find it strange that these guys get jobs because they were coaches with that coach. Like, if, let's just say you want to date Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston because she's hot, but I'll settle for her little sister because you couldn't get Belichick. You 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 get somebody that coach with Belichick because his ideas might come with you. No, Belichick's got a different ideas, right? A different way of handling people. Like you, you want a Jennifer Aniston, you get Sally Aniston. You know what I mean? No, I, I, you know, like your analogy is falling flat, but you're, you're completely correct. Right. You want to learn, you want, you want what Belichick is. You can't hire Belichick. So you want someone that is trained at Belichick. Like it's 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 more like the, the the proper analogy would be I want a lawyer who's who got a, their degree from Harvard because when they come from Harvard I do know the exposure they've had I do know that they've been inside the rooms and and seen and and heard from greatness that's what Belichick is like 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 him or hate him he's great he's a great fucking coach and everybody that's in the room whether you're you're learning from him or just listening to him. There's a difference, right? There's being a soldier and there's being a leader. And then once you become one of the coordinators, uh, then like, like, now are you ready to take the next step and become the leader of your own team? But you can't, learning how to manage managers, manage people, that's, it's, it's a lot tougher than telling people what to do. Like it's, it's different. And it is different. And, 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 you, and, and it's a different skill set. And you have to be able to, to choose and, it's not just about knowing how to go about your day-to-day. It's knowing about who you're going to hire to carry out your vision going forward. And if you don't have the feel for that and the knowledge for that or the micromanagement for that, and if you're not, like, if you don't have the eye for talent, you're relying, relying on someone else to have that eye for the talent, you know, then you're, you're, you're putting your job and livelihood into someone else's hands. Flag. That should have been a flag. I'm watching the KC uh, Chargers game. I got it in front of me here. 11 seconds left. In, uh, in, Watch in this. Feet. Took him down right there. Pushed him. Tripped him. Oh, maybe no, uncatchable. Suck. I Anyways, Herb, Herb, we're going to miss you. We're going <laughs> to miss your... Uh, I'm not going to miss him. If I don't No, we're going to miss his it's, it's easy content. That easy content. I, we don't here in the fourteen twenty podcast, Dave. We don't talk scores. We don't talk uh, who's the best. We talk about shitty things and shitty people and shitty coaches because it's easy to pick on. I'm going to miss Herb because it was easy content week after week. No, no, no. I hated that guy since when he was in. No, I hate him. I hate him too. So it's easy to talk. I, I hate him. Yeah, you never talk about no, good guys. Not. You talk about bad guys. We talk about Steph Curry a little bit tonight, but we've been talking about we've been talking about Herb for weeks in a row now. 
Yeah, but that's content I'm willing to lose. We can always talk about some other jackass. Herb, I'm going to miss you, but you know what? Somebody else is going to take your place on the fucking 1420 wall of shame. There's no getting around that. Anyways, 1420 podcast. We are every year podcast. Dave, you got a whole Christmas segment coming up for us right away. Oh, whole page. Look at that, brother. Jesus. There's a lot of fucking blank spots on that. Well, no, I think it was just because it was too far away. Oh, okay. Dave, the 1420 Sports Podcast, Warburn a whole lot more. Bing Crosby, that son of a bitch. He dreams of a winter wonderland and a white Christmas every year. And he got it uh, here in Medicine Hat and, like you said, in Lethbridge, Alberta there. But I don't mind a white Christmas. And I, I really don't mind the, the winter wonderland. I love the Christmas season. It's a great it's great. People are smiling, having drinks and being festive. And you see people you haven't seen for a, a year and everything else. And the, the music and the songs and the food and, and all of it. it it's, I, I think Christmas is great. You, um, you sent me a message last night about you had a, a spot to do here and, and, and the thing about Christmas. No sports involved. Dave, uh, talk about uh, a little bit of Christmas, my friend, because I, I love it. Well, you know, Christmas, like it's 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 that time of year. and. And everybody has their different uh, traditions. They 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 have their gatherings with their friends and their families. It's it's the one time of year. Love them or hate them, you're going to see your family. Love them or hate them, you're going to see some friends and people you you may or may not want to. And and we all put a smile on our face, and we enjoy the moment because it's nice. It's nice when you when you when you come together for a common cause. It's nice when you uh, are able to to catch up and see people you haven't seen for a bit. So on that note, it's uh, the, I have a bunch of Christmas stuff on the paper in front of me. And so what I'm going to say to you, I'm going to ask you, like, this is kind of just a conglomerate conglomeration. Um, I have a, a one or two fuck, Mary kills. I have um, movies. I have uh I have movies, I have music, I have food. Where would you like to go first? I uh Christmas music for 10, Dave. For I don't know 10? Points or whatever, but yeah. Well, no, there, there's there's no points. Is there it, it, this one's a yes or no question, actually. Is there a group that owes their success more? to a single Christmas song than Boney M. Uh, fuck. Probably not, but... Boney M has Mary's Boy Child and Rasputin, and that's it. Uh, do they not have another Christmas song? I don't know. I know they have a Christmas album, but I think it's just Mary's Boy Child Jesus Christ on, on a uh, Boney M may <laughs> owe their their careers to to the the Christmas season because Deanne and her family they think every like they, they think Rasputin's a Christmas song because it's just because <laughs> no they don't think it's a Christmas song, but they, they act like it's a Christmas song. Because of the, because Boney M is this Christmas that, that's what it is. And that, like, they don't, like, they know Rasputin's not a Christmas guy, but they, Deanne and her brother definitely treat Rath, uh, Boney M as the Christmas band. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Get it? Yes. I do believe that Mariah Carey actually owes her career more to her song than Boney M does. Oh, I, do, I totally disagree. Mariah I, had Mariah, Mariah had, had some hits. songs, but she skyrocketed and she's made so much more money off of that song. She's more famous for her All I Want for Christmas than you, racial-wise, than Boney M is for racial. Do you know what I'm getting oh, at? No, I, I do know. But no, everybody knew who Mariah Carey was before uh, her Christmas song. Yeah. Everybody did. But nobody knew Boney M. Yeah, like... What next time you see Deanne, ask make sure you ask her about how they're they're we will talk about song. it for sure. Well, like we'll get together for, for drinks brief. We'll have an eggnog together around the fire, uh about Boney M and Christmas. But yeah, because every Boney M song is a Christmas song it, to her family. It's quite funny, actually. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm just gonna take control. I want you to yeah. I want you to rank these movies. These are the kid movies mm-hmm. that uh, that I remember. The animated Grinch. Uh, movie Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer with uh, the the misfit and the bottomless yeah. soul man. Santa Claus is coming to town. You remember that one? Yeah. With with the redhead Santa, and Frosty the Snowman. Rank those. Grinch, Rudolph, Santa Claus is coming to town, and Frosty. Santa four. Oof. Santa 4, Frosty 3, Grinch 2, Rudolph 1. Okay, I got Grinch 1, Frosty last place by a mile. I didn't like that one at all. I didn't think that was very good. And then uh, I remember that Santa Claus coming to town with the redhead Santa when he was young and everything. I remember that movie actually scaring me a little bit with the fire guy and and the... Rudolph number one. I think Rudolph's number one. Like, it's not even close. It's not even close. Grinch is up there, but Rudolph is number one. The Jim Jim Carrey vehicle, like I'm talking like a fucking, like I know what I'm talking about. That that Grinch movie is really good with Jim Carrey. I never watched it. That's a good Christmas. It's really good, Dave. I, I would sit the family down and watch that, like tomorrow. Homework assignment. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> is it is is it PG? Can I watch it with my kid? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of PG movies, both neither or one. Gremlins and Die Hard are they Christmas movies? No. Gremlins, they both happened at Christmas. I think Gremlins. I think Gremlins is more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard is. Um, Gremlins to me, because there's a gift. 
and yeah. it went sideways. And then at the end of it, it all turns out okay. And the snow is falling when they come and get the Mogwai back. I think that's a nice ending. There's a lot of shit in the middle, but <laughs> I think that's more of a Christmas movie than 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 Die Hard. The, there's not well, there's a Christmas party. Yeah. And interesting. And and Bruce Willis himself says it's not a Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas movie. Die Hard's not, not a Christmas movie. Let's let's put that debate to bed. Die Hard is not a Christmas, not a movie. Christmas movie. I will say that that Gremlins Gremlins isn't either. It's not. It is. It, it, it's set at Christmas time. But it, but but the whole cause of the, the premise of the movie was because of a gift, a Christmas gift. So yeah, it's a Christmas movie. It is kind of a Christmas movie. Well, it well it, it is, and the and the one person has uh, tells the story about their dad got stuck in the chimney and died in a chimney at Christmas, right? Yeah. The girlfriend. Gremlins so. is a Christmas movie. The other one is no. Die Hard is not. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It was a movie set at. At Christmas time. Yeah, because it's in LA too. There's no snow or anything like that. Yeah. Food. Would you rather have this is from Christmas Carols? Would you rather have chestnuts roasted on an open fire or some figgy pudding? What is figgy pudding? I have no idea. I can't have nuts because I'm allergic. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with figgy pudding, I guess. I would imagine it would be oh, like big, is it Fig Newton? Fig Newtons, yeah. I didn't mind Fig Newtons as a kid. <laughs> like I didn't mind Fig Newtons. They were t- a tasty, like the thing in the middle. Like I didn't mind Fig Newtons. Oh, so maybe some do they even make those anymore? Fig Newtons, I haven't looked for them. I gotta assume, like, because I, I I do believe, like, with kind of that shortbread, not yeah, yeah, kind of like. Cookie the brown shit in the middle, yeah, 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 yeah. With that, I didn't my fig news. I think it was only because they were there, but I agree with you. I, 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 I like we said before in, in the past, if something's sweet in front of me, I'll eat the guts out of it, man. I don't care. Well, and and it's just because it's not in front of me anymore, it doesn't mean it wasn't good. Um, so. Yeah, I'm I don't going, know. I'm going like that, like that. That that jam in the middle was made out of figs. Really. What is, no, was it um, like mincemeat? Oh, mincemeat can jam it. I remember that shit. I didn't mind mincemeat mincemeat pies, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, I, right. never, like, I don't think there's no meat yeah. in it. It's just like mince. It's like I, I don't rind. know. Yeah, we'll have to I don't that know. Up. Margaret made I think, it all the time. I don't know. Oh, she made it from scratch. Uh, nuts and bolts or rum balls? Nuts and bolts. No. Oh, I'm big nuts and I I make a batch of nuts and bolts every year. Rum balls. Oh, rum balls. I can't remember the last time I had a rum ball. Like, you know, that's the thing I miss a little bit. You know, when you were a kid and you would go over to aunts and uncles and grandpa and grandpa, there was always baking on the table. Always baking on the table. We're still pretty big on that. Like, Deanne does the stuff, but mom still does it. Um, then, when, like, she's going out there tomorrow. Uh, or a Saturday story, there's always just snacks and stuff and things. And there's something dad always would just like, you got got to be something, got to be something. And always picking and eating. I love it, man. Like oh, four I or five, like, like there was the rum balls and like there was always a peanut butter ball. There's a shortbread cookie. There's a gingerbread cookie. So like, yeah. uh, and then like, so just this like almond bark or peppermint bark, that Pepper. white chocolate peppermint. Oh, yeah. I'm an almond guy on that one. Oh, because you're the sweet bitch. Yeah. Um, I am a sweet bitch. 
<laughs> gingerbread or shortbread? Oh, gingerbread. Shortbread drives a camel's ass. Oh, but it just melts in your mouth and with a it's just dry coffee. as a camel's ass. And the only actual flavor that shortbread has is the icing. Like the, the rest of it's just tasty oh, I, and I, I don't I know, man. Disagree. I think I just like flour and butter because I prefer I like I'll, a gingerbread. Go get some fucking wonder bread then. I don't know, whatever. Well, I no, no, I like it. I, I do, I do, I don't mind like and I I cannot stand an over ice cookie. Like when all I taste is that sugar, it just drives me bonkers. Oh. Drives me bonkers. Um Oh, I love Christmas. I love it so much. The music, the food, the sweets, the drinking, and the whole, I love it. Better Christmas drinking, eggnog or a hot apple cider? I'm going to go with the, uh, with the, the, the nog, uh, but I had, cause I don't think I've had an apple, uh, an apple cider in, oh, Jesus, 20 years. So I'll go with the nog. But like I said, I have a problem with, uh, with spice rum. I get goofy and it, it tastes like candy and they, they go down like candy. Wait till you have it with your nod, man. Don't do that on a school night, Ben. Oh, I know. I'm well aware. I do I do a spice rum once a year and I, I plan ahead. Uh, better anti, well, not, not anti-Christmas, like a warp Christmas movie. Bad Santa or Scrooged? Oof. Anti-Christmas probably Scrooge or, or Bad Santa. Um, Scrooge has a good ending. I like Scrooge. That's I I like Bad Bad Santa is my one of my favorite movies. Like I the first time I watched that movie, I laughed so friggin' hard. God, did I laugh at that movie? It's Granny Spry. I don't know if you remember that, but I've watched that movie a lot. Okay, last one. Yeah. Fuck Mary Kill. Buddy the Elf. Kevin from Home Alone. Clark Griswold. Well, I'm not going to have sex with any of them. Well, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Trade release sign. Trade release sign. Trade release sign. Buddy. Kevin McAllister or Clark Griswold. Buddy. Clark. And Kevin, trade release sign. I'm releasing Buddy because I couldn't take that every day, all day. Get it, get out, get get out. I'm just, hey man, you're great, but I can't. I appreciate the effort, but I can't. But not every day. You're a lot more effort than than good. So I'm releasing Buddy. I'm signing Clark. I'm signing Clark Griswold to a lifetime contract, whatever he wants. He wants to do so good. And he, he just, he... His heart's in the right place. His heart's in the right place. He just... He's a, he, he's he, a provider, he, and he, he he's got it. He's got it all together. So I'm signing Clark Griswold for life, and I'm trading. Uh, I'm trading Kevin. Uh, I'm trading Kevin because it's like, dude, you're a headache, man. 
Like you're 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 doing like you eventually catch on, but I don't have time in my life for you to catch on. You know what I mean? I I do. I think I like, and I'm just the opposite. I'm I'm marrying Clark. I'm gonna sign Clark to the lifetime because a he's a provider. He's just yeah. he, he's just trying a little too hard. Kevin, it would be a lot of work. Oh yeah. Whereas I think if you had Buddy on task all the time he would be he would be a keeper <laughs> okay we're, i disagree i think i think buddy's just too he's too hopped up on candy canes all the yeah, time. yeah but now. you see him like you know, you know that'd be cheap to feed just candy cane and maple syrup and let him go and then uh, he'd mow your lawn he would do he would do anything you asked him to that's you see true. that guy you see that's that guy true. throw so That's true. Is where, where Kevin's why why I'm not doing that. So we'll we'll agree to disagree on that one. But I I just I can't have rainbows and unicorns fly out my ass all the time. Like sometimes you got like just tease his buddy, man. Shut up. But no. you know if you if you put him in the basement. But I do I, wish it'd be Christmas every day. So may, I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Clark, sign for life release Kevin and trade for Buddy. And keep yeah. Buddy. Well, keep yeah. Buddy. yeah. yeah. We know what we're saying. No, that's a yeah. good segment, Dave. Yeah. That was, uh, it's Christmas. Do we got one more show on us before Christmas, before uh, the holidays? I will find a time next week. Uh, a week from today is the 23rd. Yeah. So we'll sneak one in on Monday. Monday's and the 21st, we'll, and we'll go from there and see, and see, we'll see what go. happens. Yeah. But anyway, that was a lot of fun because it's the Christmas season and drinking and eating and joyous and meeting people and everything else. It's it's the best, it's the most wonderful time of the year. I, I really do believe that. Anyways, Dave, uh, Herb's gone. So we got to find someone else to talk about next week. I don't know. Well, you know, we didn't talk about him that much because like this was a disaster and and good on him. Like, and now I, I, I imagine if he wants to coach at any college, he he'll get that job, but he's a little bit unhirable right now. And the only, the only uh, thing that, that sticks in my craw a little bit is he's sitting on $50 million from the time that he coached. It's like, so it doesn't hurt him. It's just a blow to his ego. Uh, he'll be, he'll be okay. He'll be on the uh, Fox uh Big Ten uh, thing uh, next Saturday. He's only fifty-seven too. I thought he would have been an older. Ah, he's only got ten years on me. Yeah, I heard yeah. that. I was like, Jesus, he looks one hundred and six. Yeah, either he looks old or we look good. Well, one of the two. Like I, I guess lean towards us looking good. Yeah, maybe it's that fat wallet that makes his hair gray. Yeah, throws his hip out. Oh yeah, and then that's why he had to kick that guy. That's right. Anyways, Dave. Uh, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again on Saturday, but uh, the 1420 podcast, four viewers, sports talk, and a whole lot more. Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Dave? I don't want to see Jim swinging high pitches. Good night, everybody. Good night. Have a good weekend and uh, Merry Christmas.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.